Welcome to Mastering Executive Leadership, where you get real-time insights and practical advice from North America's top executive coaching strategist, Audra Christie. Audra's approach is simple. Deliver the unvarnished truth, one leader at a time. That means you're getting a straightforward, honest approach to evolving into the leader or executive you've always aspired to be. Join us every week as Audra interviews some of the most successful leaders in the world who share their leadership journey, lessons learned, and best practices for success. Whether new to the C-suite, a seasoned executive, or an emerging leader, you'll find practical advice in every episode. If you're ready to step into a new level of leadership, it's time to dive in. Let's get started. Welcome back to another episode. Today, we're going to talk about my favorite subject, executive presence. This is a major part of executive leadership. And during this episode, we're going to discover the five steps to help you position yourself as the only logical choice the next time you're faced with a career decision. This episode was curated especially for you because the truth of the matter is this, whether you're a newly appointed leader transitioning into your first C-level position or an emerging leader, chances are you've heard about the term executive presence. So here's the bad news. Chances are, if you're getting passed over for promotions, raises, or simply can't get your ideas implemented with key decision makers, it's because you're lacking executive presence. And let me give you hmm, a look behind the curtain. No one is ever going to say you don't have executive presence because number one, they don't have it. And number two, they really don't know how to describe it. What they will do is create a narrative based on what's important to the organization. But we'll get to that a little bit later. Now, I hate to break it to you, but it's true. And because I've worked with so many people, this is what comes up. They really think they have executive presence. Now, here's a disclaimer. You don't walk around saying you have executive presence. Now, if someone asks you if you think you have it, you know, you should pause, be a little humble and say, yeah, you know, I believe, you know, my presence is pretty powerful, but the key is allow others to say it. And that's the difference maker. And this is unfortunate because if you don't really understand executive presence, nor invest in development opportunities for you to understand it, you're always going to be held back because it's the number one derailleur for career advancement. And that's why I wanted to get this episode out to you early, because it's really the foundation of building your executive leadership and increasing your leadership visibility. Now, as your executive coaching strategist, or consider me your coach on demand, let's get right into it. But first, let's get on the same page. What have you heard about executive presence? Now, it can mean a lot of different things to a lot of different people. And I like to define it mm, in three ways. First, 
Do you have the ability to lead and empower and inspire others? Second, do you lead with quiet self-confidence? Or third, are you a high-achieving professional who understands how to play the game within the game? You have innate intelligence. You have a track record of success. You have a lot of organizational savvy. But basically, people want to follow you. They want to be where you are. And the reason why I wanted to span across three different definitions is because I think having one is too rigid. And depending on where you are along your career journey, one of these definitions will resonate more clearly than the others. And even if you can't define it, let me tell you what people will say. You know, there's something about that person. I can't define it. I don't know what it is, but they have it. They have gravitas. They have je ne sais quoi. Now, you could probably smile right there and say, yeah, I've heard that before. But do you truly believe it? Because I'm going to tell you right now, if you don't dig deep and figure out what the narrative is as it surrounds your executive presence, you're going to be left behind. Now, the problem with not having executive presence is a couple of things. And like I said earlier, so many people think they have it, but they really don't. So besides getting passed over for those promotions, sometimes you may stumble over your words when trying to make a point in the meeting, or you lack inspiring confidence during interactions that matter in writing or in person. Sometimes you remain invisible because no one is giving you the corrective feedback and you don't know how to ask for it. You're often ignored because you can't read the room fast enough. I can't tell you how many people I coach on this very thing. You have to be able to look around two corners at the same time. You have to have a high level of awareness to really scan the room to see what's going on. But most importantly, you need to pick up on what's not being said. And sometimes you may feel like you're just not being respected because people don't understand how much your image matters and the direct impact on those around you. I mean, it's basically your leadership. And that's why this episode is so important because I want you to get noticed. I want you to become way more effective at your job than you are today. But here's a warning. These five steps, I'm going to do one thing. I'm going to expose what often goes unsaid or unnoticed. Okay, so why should you listen to me? Well, for starters, I have over two decades of experience. I think you know that by now. But most importantly, I didn't always have executive presence. I thought I did. You know, I was told that my presence mattered, but it wasn't translating into more pay or promotions. So something was off and I knew that I had to go out into the field. That means scanning my trusted advisory circle to basically ask them, do you think I have executive presence? And if so, tell me why. Now, growing up around the dinner table, I often heard my parents say, you have to be three times as good as the next person. Well, that's minimum price of entry for some of us. But I think what my parents were really trying to say is that 
you need to figure out what the it factor is and work the room, play the game. And then sometimes, you know, executive presence shows up in how quickly you can take the high road. How can you navigate the politics? You know, it made me super savvy along the way because I was able to get a keen understanding of what um, it took to really get to the next level. And no one is teaching you this. Trust me, they want you to figure it out. It's kind of like trial by fire. I mean, how many more times do we want people to jump over hoops? So mastering executive presence really means you're mastering executive leadership and increasing your visibility up and down, round and round across the organization. And these days, listen, executive presence is a thing and it's not going away because I'm going to call a spade a spade and get underneath the root cause of most of the issues surrounding your image. And part of my motto in the business is taking your image beyond the wardrobe because for those who have not been exposed, they think looking the part equals executive presence. Yes, that might be true, but that's not the only thing. And I don't want you to stop there. So come on, I just want you to get your pen and paper and let's dive into these five steps. Number one, recognize that you have a blind spot as it relates to executive presence. Look, I hate to break it to you, but again, if you think you have it, you probably don't. And I know this because I've witnessed leaders prancing around, thinking they got it, and they're just an empty suit. And I don't want you to be that way. So uncovering your blind spots would be the first step. And I can help you do that. Just uh, hang around me. (laughs) Uh, Step number two. Project a confident but calm demeanor at all times. If you're a newly appointed leader transitioning into your first C-level position, or you have aspirations for more senior roles within your organization, the job can get stressful, people will get on your nerves, and it can be overwhelming at times. But, you know, that's just a fact. You get paid on the front end to deal with that, so get over it. But most importantly, Use me as your secret weapon because I don't want you to come undone at the seams. It's the worst thing anyone can say about you and your leadership. And I want to make sure that you win in times of stress or crisis because you're projecting an attitude of confidence, calmness, and certainty. It matters how you show up. Don't let anyone tell you any different. Step three. Use your voice and body language effectively. They say that communication is 70 to 93% nonverbal. I actually think it's 100% nonverbal, if you ask me. (laughs) Um, But that'll be in a later episode. And your posture, the tone and texture of your voice, your demeanor, all say far more than what your words can say. So make sure you're always sitting up you're leaning in, or you're standing with a confident posture that shows you're in control, you have it going on, 
and you are engaged in what others are saying. Be known as the most curious person in the room. If you work with me, if you hang with me, I can certainly show you all of my hidden secrets on how to play this out. So a few examples. Make sure your voice sounds confident and clear. Reduce the filler words and sounds like, uh, um, and when you speak, make sure what you have to say makes sense. Don't end any statement or ask a question. Does that make sense? Well, you know it doesn't make sense the second it leaves your mouth. And do you really want someone to say that doesn't make sense? You don't really want the answer, so stop saying it. Make sure you get to the point quickly. Be bold, be brief, and be gone. (laughs) I love that. Um, Okay, step four, record yourself on camera. Now, this is a tough one, especially if you've never done it. Now, in the climate that we're in, selfies, videos, I often say that everyone's paparazzi, but you want to make sure that at some point you sit down, you either use your phone, you use Zoom, you use Teams, you know, whatever platform and record yourself. This will be an eye-opening experience because you'll see how others experience you and your leadership visibility. And you'll get to see your blind spots firsthand and you'll see exactly what you need to work on. Again, like I said, this could be fun or it could be daunting, but you have to get in there and do the work. Step five, move, act, and behave with purpose intention. Don't waffle around. Whenever you're walking through the office or you're in a meeting or you're on Zoom, move with purpose. When you speak with others, speak with intention. So there you have it the five steps you can take right now to improve your executive presence. Listen, if this episode resonated with you, I want you to go write a review, rate it, whatever platform you choose, and tell people what resonated most for you and encourage them to listen. Because I'm going to tell you one thing, the unvarnished truth, they're not going to tell you this. They're going to hem and haw, they're going to mess around, and they are going to expect you to figure this out all on your own. But I got you. So listen, if you don't know, you can't grow. I hope you enjoyed our episode today, and I'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in to Mastering Executive Leadership with Audra Christie. Please visit us at www.mindsetchangecoaching.com for more valuable resources to help you lead with purpose and impact.